Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and I'm really excited to welcome you to another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles. What's great about today's podcast is that it's my first podcast of 2024, and I'm welcoming a very special guest in David Cohn, known to many of us as D. Cohn. Uh, David Cohn is the executive director of First Tee, and we're going to spend about 30 minutes with David today talking about First Tee and its impact using golf on our Wisconsin community. I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation. Um, You'll find out how you or your kids or your family can participate in one of the many First Tee programs, and you'll find out if you're interested how you personally can make a valuable contribution to First Tee of Southeast Wisconsin. I appreciate you listening to this podcast and all of our podcasts, and we're able to bring this podcast to you because of all of of our members that subscribe to us, either on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts. It would mean a lot to me if you went in and hit that subscribe or like button. The more listenership and viewership we get, the better podcasting experience we're able to bring to our community. I really appreciate you joining me today, and I know you're going to appreciate getting to know David Cohn a little bit better and also learning more about his wonderful organization, First Tee of Southeast Wisconsin. Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles. And today we have a really special guest, a good friend and David Cohn, who's joining us today to talk about himself, which is which is awesome, which is always hard to do sometimes. But we're also going to talk to David about First Tee of Wisconsin. David is the executive director of First Tee and an organization that's just doing great things in our Milwaukee community. And so I want to spend a few minutes, get to know David and also get to know First Tee of Wisconsin. Welcome, David. How are you? I'm great, Jamie. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to be with you and share a little bit more about First Tee Southeast Wisconsin and, and the work that we're doing in the community. So thanks for having me on. It's kind of weird to call you David. I just usually call you <laughs> D. Cone. So if you hear we me- We can go with refer- anything. We can go with anything. So in my, in my mind, you're D. Cone and just calling you David doesn't doesn't fit right, but we'll we'll figure it out as we, we go through the podcast today. But thank you uh, for joining me on this wonderful snowy day. Actually, this is my first formal podcast for 2024. And I can't think of a better way of starting off the year than than spending some time with you. So welcome. Tell me a little bit about Decone. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? What school district were you in? All that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So I'm, you know, a lifelong Milwaukee area resident. I grew up in Glendale. I went to Nicolay High School. While I was in school, I always had a passion for um, sports and an interest in getting involved in sports in some way. Really not very athletic myself, so a career in in participating in sports or playing sports for a living wasn't really going to work out, and I knew that from a pretty early age, but had an opportunity while I was in high school there to do an internship with the Milwaukee Bucks in their ticket sales office. And through that, you got to see the other side of the sports industry and see what happens on the, on the quarter, on the field, 
but there's really a lot of work that goes into making that all happen. And so got to see that, you know, was just working game days, helping with things in back office, but really decided that was something that I was interested in. While I was looking at college and, and post uh, high school opportunities, looked at a few different schools, Wisconsin, Indiana, Minnesota, lacrosse, applied to all of them. Really, you know, Wisconsin was, has always been, had always been a dream school. The theme with the others was that they had sports management programs and could study working in sports as a career. Didn't get into Wisconsin, decided to go to Indiana, didn't want to wait out the wait list, went to Indiana to study sports management got there and, and decided that the program wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Worked hard that freshman year, applied to Wisconsin as a transfer student, got in and ended up in Madison starting sophomore year. While I was there, still interested in working in sports, knew that I could pursue a, a general degree or a business degree, pursued a market degree in marketing. And while I was there, I was fortunate to be a part of a couple internships. So worked for the athletic department in marketing and promotions while I was a student and then worked during the summer before junior year and before senior year with the Wisconsin PGA and their junior foundation running junior golf tournaments all over the state. So that was my first introduction to golf stuff. And then when I was looking at post-college career opportunities, I was really looking at two things, golf and college athletics. Fortunately, there was a, an opportunity available with the Wisconsin State Golf Association to start as an assistant director of rules and competitions. I actually started part-time my senior year, driving back and forth from Madison to, to West Dallas where the Golf Association offices, same office that we currently share with First Tee. And you know, that's, that's kind of where my professional career uh, started post-college. So it's a little bit about the history. Happy to dive in a little bit deeper too into anything if helpful. Oh, that's great. So you grew, you grew up here in Milwaukee. You went to school at Nicolay. What, what were some of your high school accomplishments or some exciting things that you did at Nicolay? I always love, always get some great insight into people when they talk about their high school years. I don't, I'm trying to think of like a, you know, a high school accomplishment. It's like, funny where like you survived working. high school is a, is a good thing. You yeah, didn't get in trouble. I mean, it was a great, and it was a, no, I don't, I didn't really get in much trouble. No, I'm sure that surprises you. Kid. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, it's funny. We're starting, me and a few others are starting to plan our 20th class reunion this year. And it's pretty amazing that we've been out for, for 20 years now. Looking back at it, it was a, a great experience. It, it's, it's kind of cool how close so many of us still are. You know, there are friends that I'm, I consider my best friends that I'm still very close with from high school. There's also people that I connect with once a year or once every few years. And it's like we hadn't, you know, have, haven't really lost touch. It's great to, to stay connected. And I, I think we had a really good culture of that, that it was people from a lot of different backgrounds. I think Nicolay, at least at, at that time, was one of the more diverse high schools in terms of, you know, complete picture of diversity and having students from so many different you know, life experiences. And that made a huge, that I feel like that's made a huge difference on me, you know, personally and certainly applying it in a professional way. Uh, now too. Right. And did you play golf in high school? I actually played three years ago, I played freshman, sophomore, junior year. This probably, you know, as not good as I am about now. And so I never played varsity golf. One of the, the challenges was I went to, uh, we had our class trip to Spain, uh, that spring break time frame of senior year, decided to do that and miss some of tryouts. 
uh, for the golf team. And so uh, never played varsity golf. Certainly, you know, no, I probably missed out on an experience at that point. But, you know, golf in, in this type of way or golf in, you know, any sort of competitive way has not been a huge part of my my experience. I'm certainly now close with a lot of people that are competitive golfers and my range of golf friends ranges from people that are just starting to play for the first time to friends that have competed in majors. And that's actually one of the really cool parts about the game is you can play golf with anybody. I can play golf with and go out and have a really good time with somebody who's just playing for the first time or somebody that's a professional who's played competitively at the highest level. Right. And I, I want to talk to you about First Tee in a second, but but tell me a little bit about some of the other organizations that you're involved in in Milwaukee and what you're outside of your your work at First Tee, what else is going on in your world these days? Yeah, so I've definitely been actually the path that kind of leads me to First Tee has started out with some volunteering and some nonprofit leadership from a volunteer side. Um, so I've been a youth group advisor for uh, 14 or so, almost 15 years now. Um, and through that, got uh, connected with a number of members of the community, um, enjoyed giving back and have enjoyed giving back in time in that capacity, um, helping with teen, you know, grow teen leadership and had an opportunity through that to go through a few leadership development programs and then got involved in board leadership with the Milwaukee Jewish Federation, which has served for about six years. And then during that time, also got involved as a, and the board of directors at the JCC, the Jewish Community Center in Milwaukee and still serving uh, on that board in a leadership role as a vice president. And so, you know, through these uh, different opportunities, kind of got to see what nonprofit leadership looked like from a volunteer standpoint. And then, you know, that in conjunction with the experience I've had within golf, you know, led to, has sort of led to this role with First Tee where I can combine personal and professional interests of getting involved in, in nonprofits, you know, giving back, making an impact on the community but finding a way to do it through the game of golf, which I've been around and have seen, you know, what golf can do in terms of creating life skills, values, social connections, you know, skills that transcend beyond the golf course into the workplace and into other social institutions that, you know, has I've been lucky to, to make that a professional career now. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I, I know that community work and work in the not-for-profit world is something that's really important to you as it is to me. And I'm, it's great when you can merge those two passions together and actually do it for a career. So I can see how you were led to First Tee as part of your journey and how great it is that you're actually able to get compensated and feel great about, about what you do. Tell me, give me a little overview of First Tee. Tell me a little bit about its mission, its vision, its goals. Maybe a little yeah. bit about what attracted you specifically to First Tee. Yeah, happy to. So First Tee, Southeast Wisconsin, which is the, the local chapter that I oversee, is part of a national organization of a network of First Tee chapters across the country and even internationally. We, First Tee is a youth development organization that uses golf skills or golf experiences to help kids learn life skills and values. So, you know, our mission is to impact the lives of young people by providing educational programs that build character and instill life enhancing values through the game of golf. Each of our chapters, about 150 chapters, are independently operated. So we have our own board of directors, our own 501c3, and everything we do here in the Southeast Wisconsin area 
you know, greater Milwaukee and surrounding, we have 10 counties in our service area. Everything we do here is locally supported. So we have to raise you know, money from local donors, everything, you know, all of our expenses stay here. You know, there we are our own entity supported by First T in terms of the curriculum, the programming uh, that we deliver. So it is really, you know, our vision that every kid in Southeast Wisconsin um, has the opportunity to build their strength of character through the game of golf. Um, we do that through programs at golf courses, mostly summer stuff, expanding into spring, fall, winter, where we have where we have facilities and access to be able to do that. But obviously, you know, it snows here. We can't be outside doing golf stuff year round. So most of that stuff fits into the summer. Then we have a school program where we work with elementary and middle schools to help get golf in the physical education curriculum. So that's empowering teachers with equipment, training, uh, and curriculum to make it turnkey for them to be able to share not just golf and the basics of golf, things like full swing, putting, pitching, chipping with their students, but some of the other core values and healthy habits that you learn that First Tee helps incorporate into those, into that curriculum and into those lessons. And then we have a community program where we'll work with youth organizations, think Boys and Girls Club or YMCAs um, to help incorporate golf and additional activities into the time that they have with kids. We also have other partnership programs. We'll work with other organizations to try to fit golf into what they do. We have a great partnership with Milwaukee County Parks. We're helping to support Noise Park Golf Course, a part three golf course on the northwest side of town in providing access to affordable golf and making sure that all kids have a place to place to play and learn the game. So that's a little bit of, of, of what we do. It definitely keeps us busy year round, but it's been, it's fun to be able to, to use all of those different pillars of programming to be able to share golf with kids in our community. So it, First Tee of Wisconsin is the name of the chapter that you run and the territory that your local location covers goes from what area to what area? Yeah, so we're actually First Tee Southeast Wisconsin. There's three chapters, three separate chapters in Wisconsin. There's South Central, which is in the Madison area and Northeast, which is in the Green Bay area. We cover 10 counties. So we go north out of Milwaukee to Ozaki, Sheboygan, you know, over to Fond du Lac, Washington. We have Jefferson, Walker, Walworth, Racine, Kenosha. So, you know, still working on that was a more recent change within our organizational history to add in that additional. We had started as actually they had started as one full first team of Wisconsin umbrella. Then it split off into Milwaukee, Madison and Green Bay. And we were just first team Milwaukee County, of which then we we expanded to those other nine counties and continuing to work on expanding our service into those areas. And, and how, how is your organization funded? I, I know through charitable contribution through many donors, are you, are you funded at all by the state or any local not-for-profits or it's strictly, you know, just, you know, people that are, that find first tea is something that's important in their lives. Yeah, mostly by, you know, individual contributors. We are, we do receive some very generous grants from local foundations and that also helps support specific program areas using the school program for, for an example of, you know, grants that fund the implementation of the school program at new schools. We have a, a few different signature events throughout the year. So we do a auction 
this year, our auction will take place online around May. We do a golf outing, shocking for a golf organization to do a golf outing fundraiser, but we do a pro-am style fundraiser called our Tee to Green Golf Classic, which is July 8th at Tuckaway Country Club. Pair teams of four golfers with one local PGA professional club pro. And then we do a golf marathon in the fall where individual golfers sign up to play close to a hundred holes or whatever feels like a marathon for them in a single day. And then they raise raise funds from friends, family, colleagues. So those are, those are our bigger fundraising events. And then we have a corporate program where we ask local companies, businesses to support our work in a few different ways, either through annual sponsorships, supporting these events. We also have sponsorships for our workout at Noise Park. So a variety of different ways that people, people and businesses and foundations are involved in our work. And the, the perception of golf is that it, it's a kind of a, a wealthy pers- people's game that some people with means, and I'm trying to, maybe you can help me understand the connection between connecting kids or youth with golf and really talk about, you know, just how it, it's helping kids mature and understand competition, really kind of want to get behind the whole, the whole theme of the name first tee and, and why is that important? Yeah. Again, we really think that by providing opportunities for kids to experience the game, you know, those that find an interest and find a passion and continue to pursue it, you know, have more opportunities to learn things that we talk about things like honesty, integrity, respect, responsibility, you know, that stuff is baked into the game of golf. We include it in the curriculum and the programming that we deliver. So we're talking about that stuff specifically. But when you think about, you know, you are, uh, you know, you're keeping your score, you got to keep your score. Honestly, that's honesty. You know, you're, you show respect for the golf course when you replace your divots or fix ball marks on the green. You know, there's a lot of things like that that are inherent in the game. And you know, we make sure that what we're, what we do highlights that, you know, there, there is definitely, there are definitely accessibility challenges within the game. What we're focused on doing is making sure that we can provide opportunities for kids to, to try it and then provide more opportunities for them to follow a passion that they might develop. You know, we would, through our partnership with Milwaukee County Parks at Noise, you know, we're providing additional access. We make sure that no kid that participates in our program is turned away because of financial need through scholarships or reduction of registration fees. We provide equipment. We give out 53 sets of, of junior equipment, just participants in our own programs. Additionally, we gave out, we give out sets of equipment, bags, clubs to, to high schools, local high schools that need it. So we've, we've been growing a partnership with Milwaukee public schools and the Milwaukee city conference teams to use our facility, use our space at noise, work with us on training and then uh, get equipment for all their players. So, you know, we think the game of golf is changing. It's becoming more accessible. We want people to feel comfortable in the game. The, the current, I heard the current USGA president share a comment that golf is the most intimidating sport or activity from the outside, but it's the most welcoming from the inside. And so, you know, what we do is play a role in making sure that golf feels 
accessible. And, you know, through our programs and through our partnerships, you know, we're, I think we're, we're achieving that in a variety of different ways. And what, what does success look like? Like when you look back at 2023, 2023 was a great year because. Yeah, I think success is reaching more kids. It's reaching new kids. It's reaching kids that wouldn't otherwise have a golf experience. It's truly like smiles. There's something about seeing a kid hit a good golf shot for the first time that is meaningful, you know, long-term impact, you know, the more kids we get into it, the more lifelong golfers we develop. But I also think it's important to think about the opportunities that they have to, that because they, we've broken down that intimidation factor, you know, I think about somebody who's in a new job and gets asked to play in a company, you know, in a foursome that the company is supporting in a charitable golf outing. And, you know, the boss asked them to play and then they can now say yes to that opportunity. And now they're getting to spend different time with a supervisor or an executive on the golf course because they're familiar with the game of golf. So, you know, we, we measure it by participation the number of schools we're working with, the number of students we're reaching, but it's that, it's that lifelong impact that's important. Right. And what's fabulous about golf is it, it's known as maybe an individual sport and you know so for the kids specifically who aren't maybe may not be the best athletes you know may not be the best player on the basketball court or on the soccer field and kind of feel when they try those sports that it can be defeating sometime because they're not getting the great feedback but with golf you know you're going out there and you know a victory is hitting that you know making that 10 foot putt or that 20 foot putt or just being out there. And I think there's a lot to be said about a sport where you're really competing against yourself and you can feel that growth individually, which I, which I think, you know, these different sports just give people totally different senses of accomplishment and, and golf is just really a fascinating sport in that success is really measured by your own personal growth versus, you know, there's a team aspect of golf a lot, but just that individual growth in sports and athletics is, is something that the golf provides in it. And it could be that sport or the ability for a kid to get engaged in golf that just gives them a total different experience than perhaps other sports that they've been involved in that may have not worked. Yeah. So, you know, as a individual activity, it's really a good opportunity. And we talk about the, this with the kids is, you know, to learn about yourself and to, you know, think about how golf reflects you as a person, you know, you're thinking about skill development, you know, you're, you can, you're working on getting better as a golfer individually. You're, you have a scorecard. It literally tells you, you know, how you're doing individually. There are certain team aspects to it when you're playing on a, you know, if you're playing on a high school team or a college team, but for the most part, it's an individual activity. And, you know, it's also something that you can do pretty much for the rest of your life. You know, I've spent time around 80 year olds, you know, that are still playing golf, you know, that are 
late 80s. And, you know, there's nothing stopping somebody from going out to a golf course by themselves and getting paired up with, you know, another group of one, two or three other people. You can't really do that with a lot of other sports. You know, you can show up at a basketball court and shoot hoops by yourself, but you're not really keeping score. You know, you can you can't really play football by yourself. Soccer by yourself is a little tough. So, you know, golf is certainly different in that way. And part of the reason that, you know, what we do works is that you can you can set somebody up for that opportunity to do that for the rest of their life. And tell tell me, do, do you have any stories, success stories, individuals that you've that you can recollect that where we're first he's really impacted the life of this this person and and why? Yeah, uh, we've had a you know a number of alumni in our history that you know the the opportunity to be involved in in first he has really made a, a difference. I think about you know one alum who was a longtime participant and has gone on to who went on to Marquette University and was an Evan Scholar Evan Scholar there. So you know that Evan Scholar is a separate the Evan Scholarship is a separate program for caddies people that caddy and then based on caddy participation and academic record and extracurriculars, among other things, you know, are provided a four-year tuition scholarship. So, you know, that person was introduced to golf through First Tee, was a longtime participant in First Tee, and then went on to get the Evans Scholarship and has done some, has been working in First Tee, uh, or I'm sorry, has been working in, in golf uh, as well. You know, there's, I ran into somebody who was a longtime First Tee participant he and his family have opened up a physical therapy clinic just outside of just in Milwaukee, just outside of downtown. You know, some of my favorite alumni stories have been those that have come back to be coaches with us and have participated in in giving back. You know, they have they get summer employment and then they work as first tee coaches. So, you know, even small things like the we had the MPS City Conference championship out at Noise that we helped with this last year and a girl got her uh, hole in one out there and her family was out there. And so, you know, getting to see things like that is pretty cool. And so we, you know, we appreciate that the opportunity to be a part of creating those, those type of memories. And I understand that there's different programmings, whether it's through the, through the schools, through the different um, teachers and coaches that may be aware of first T or the boys and girls club. But if we have listeners that are, you know, they want to get their, their kid involved in golf. Is there a way for them to contact First Tee to see what opportunities um, First Tee can assist them with as like an individual family? Yeah, absolutely. And all of, like our summer programs or our, our golf course programs are all basically parent registered. So, you know, we open up registration, parents sign their kids up. Those opportunities, you know, will open here in, a, in the next few months for this summer. We are, are running a few over the winter at PGA Tour Superstore in Brookfield. They've been an awesome partner uh, in providing winter space for us. We'll have some some new programs in spring out at Noise Park. And then uh, the bulk of our season is in summer. And this last year we were at six locations. So we ran programs at, at Noise Park, at Lake Park on the east side of Milwaukee in partnership with Brown Deer, Dretzka, and Curry through the Wauwatosa Rec Department. And we also had a pretty strong and successful program up in Fond du Lac, Rolling Meadows Golf Course. So, you know, there's been, there's a number of opportunities for people to, for parents to get their kids involved 
in our stuff. But if anybody's interested in, in learning more about First Tee or having a conversation, my contact information is on our website, but they can always just send a, a general email and make sure it gets routed to the right person. Yeah. Our website is, is just firsttseastwiscounsin.org. Great. And so someone who's interested in some of the programming can go to the website, but also if someone's interested in donating, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, same. Website has all the information about the different ways to give. Got a whole get involved section for ways to give either through you know, individual contributions, our events, corporate opportunities, all that information's on our website. Again, if anybody wants to have an individual conversation, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm always happy to share more about First Tee and how, how those individual donors are important and truly crucial to supporting our mission. I, I really appreciate your time today and learning more about you and your story. And I think you've been at First Tee for how many years now? Seven, eight? About seven now. Yep. That's, that's remarkable. That, that's a, a real testament to you, a testament to the organization, to to really hold a uh, hold leadership for that much time is, is really, is really fabulous. That consistency is so important for any organization. And I really appreciate your time, David, and for, for joining us and for helping us to learn more about first T, how people can get more involved from a participant standpoint, and also from a, from a donor standpoint, but thank you so much for your time, my friend. Yeah, Jamie, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to chat and thanks for sharing, sharing our mission and being an advocate for what we do. Great, thank you.